Patrick Montgomery was in court. Jonathan Manapa will stay in federal custody. No, I don't take responsibility at all. Hey everyone, welcome to the show. So 60-year-old South Carolina resident Linwood Robinson Sr. traveled to D.C. He went with his sons, uh, Linwood Jr. and Benjamin, also Linwood Jr.'s wife, Brittany. And on January 6th, they crossed the West Lawn. They witnessed other members of the mob fighting with the police. By that time, there was smoke, there was pepper spray all in the air. The Capitol Police were ordering everyone to leave over the loudspeaker. So they knew they weren't supposed to be there. They should have known. But rather than leaving, they forged ahead. They were illegally seen entering the Capitol shortly after the initial breach of the building. They first entered through the parliamentarian door, but officers were headed down the hallway towards them. So they quickly turned around, they left, and then the family walked around the building. They were looking for another entrance. Well, that's when they entered through the Senate wing doors. From there, Robinson Sr. and his family walked with the mob over to the Capitol crypt, and they were part of that huge group that confronted the officers that overran them. In fact, they were at the front of the police line when the crowd overwhelmed that very small number of officers and forced their way further into the building. From there, they made their way to the second floor of the building. They went into the office of then Speaker of the House, Nancy Pelosi. And after exiting Pelosi's office, the family joined the mob that was gathering outside of the House chamber. So this was one of the entrances to the House chamber. This family, the Robinson family, they quickly realized they weren't going to get in through that dense crowd and through that entrance because it was being guarded. So they headed down a hallway. They were looking for an alternate entrance and they ran into a Capitol employee. They had some sort of conversation with this man. You could see it on surveillance video. And then for some reason, they doubled back, not for some reason, we know why, they doubled back and they were calling to and waving for the mob to join them, to follow them. So evidently, they discovered the speaker's lobby, which was another entry point into the house chamber. So the family made their way to the lobby area and everybody was following them. And Robinson Sr. was at the front of the crowd. Um, he was just one person away from the three officers who were guarding those glass doors. Now, the crowd, as you all know from the videos that we've all seen from John Sullivan and others, they became very agitated. They were screaming and cursing at the officers. They were chanting to break down the doors. And both Brittany and Benjamin start yelling out. They're yelling, they're leaving, they're leaving, because they saw the lawmakers through the glass on those doors, and the lawmakers were exiting the House chamber. They were being led out through another direction. So that's when all hell broke loose. One of the, the glass doors was shattered. As you guys know, Ashley Babbitt then attempted to climb through it. That's when she was shot and killed. 
So only then did the family finally leave the building. So Robinson Sr. was arrested on May 19th of 2022, and he was charged with entering a restricted building or grounds, two counts of disorderly conduct, and parading or demonstrating in a capital. Following Robinson Sr.'s arrest, he was interviewed by this news outlet, something called the Morning Star Journal News, and he said that the FBI was just trying to smear him and his family to, quote, make us ashamed of what we stood up for. But Robinson Sr. said, quote, I am not ashamed of what I stood up for. So that video interview, by the way, was titled, quote, FBI terrorizes family over Jan 6 misdemeanor charges. <laughs> Talk about fake news. Anyway, Robinson Sr. pleaded guilty to the parading charge in April of 2023, and he was facing up to six months in prison, three years of probation, and 5,000 in fines. However, the prosecutor requested a sentence of 90 days in prison, three years of probation, 60 hours of community service, and 500 in restitution. They honestly should have gone back and asked for the full six months because Robinson Sr. made numerous false statements during his post-plea interview. In these interviews, by the way, you have to sign something saying, I will be 100% honest. And if you are not 100% honest, they can call the deal off. They can say, forget it. We're not doing it. You, you can go to, to trial. Um, so he claimed that officers were standing at the doors and that they welcomed all of them inside. And then he also said that after seeing people trashing Nancy Pelosi's office, he and his family started looking for an exit because they feared being trampled. <laughs> As I shared in the videos uh, about his son and his daughter-in-law, they passed doors leading to the exterior of the building. They passed an exit as they were walking to the speaker's lobby. In fact, his son and daughter-in-law started walking toward that exit to try to help other people outside get in the building, to let other members of the mob inside. They had every opportunity to leave and they chose not to until someone got shot. And Robinson Sr. appears to have a bit of a violent temper in 1981, he was convicted of simple assault and criminal mischief. So that was old. But then in 2019, he was seen on surveillance video at his father's nursing home, and he was yelling at and shoving his sister. And then he was seen grabbing a nurse by her arms. So he was charged in that case. He took a plea for domestic violence, simple assault, and then the case was eventually dismissed with one year of good behavior. So U.S. District Judge Amy Berman Jackson presided over Robinson's case. I couldn't locate any details about the sentencing hearing, but the judge sentenced Robinson Sr. to two months in prison and $500 in restitution. Um, I didn't see anything about any kind of probation. I assume that there was a three-year probation. That's what they typically give, but that has not been reported yet, and it's not in the court docket. So not nearly enough, especially for someone who still couldn't admit the truth, still couldn't take full responsibility in the end. I'm actually a bit surprised. Uh, you know, this judge is typically a lot stronger in these cases, so I'm really shocked 
that she didn't give the prosecutor what they asked for. Anyway, guys, I will let you know if I hear any more. Thank you all so much for watching and listening. Please like, share, and subscribe. Please become a donor if you possibly can. Really, really helps to keep the show going. I greatly appreciate it. Love you guys. Take care, and I'll talk with you soon.